TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Welcome back. Mike Max in three to six. Twins Yankees tonight. Twins ticket Tuesday means we'll give away a six pack of tickets this hour. You got to stay listening now. Joining us right now on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline, the one and only Terry Steinbach. He played many games against the New York Yankees. He's been a world champion, an all-star MVP, coached with the Twins, and that meant that he managed a lot of days for the Minnesota Twins because Gardy got thrown out. What, about every two weeks, Gardy would get thrown out, Terry? <laughs> That's kind of what it seemed like. <laughs> you know, you know, it, it's interesting because you told me once, I asked you the difference between being a bench coach and a manager, and you said a bench coach, you're driving a car, and your manager, you're on a Harley-Davidson going 80, and you better watch out for every bump along the way. Explain that. From, from the first inning, are you looking at every scenario and every situation and every who do I got to line up against them? What, what, what goes through a manager's mind? Absolutely, because as the bench coach, you're a sounding board. So you might be thinking some things. Guardy might ask, hey, what do you think? You give him your opinion. But ultimately, the manager has to make that final choice. So to answer your question, he is one or two innings ahead, and he might even have his matchups for the seventh, eighth, ninth inning, meaning if uh, the opposition brings in their closer. We got, and he's a right-hander. We got these two lefties that we're going to save, uh, you know, and and use accordingly. So you have to plan and prepare. And then if everything goes perfectly, you know, the way you want it, then you know it's not a big deal. But you throw one hiccup in, you know, we got to use the lefty earlier. Someone gets hurt, and all of a sudden you're, for lack of a better word, I don't want to say scrambling, but you're thinking really fast to make the appropriate moves that gives you the opportunity to win that game. Or if a pitcher doesn't have his good stuff and he's out in the second or third inning, it changes everything, right? Oh, 100%. You know, we thought maybe we'd save the bullpen. You know, you, normally this guy goes, you know, solid six, seven innings. Uh, Brad Ratke, for example, you, you know, back in the day. I mean, yeah. you know, you could book seven solid innings out of him, maybe eight. All of a sudden, you know, once or twice a season, all of a sudden he's out in three. And now you're like, okay, bullpen, what do we got left? And then again, you're kind of looking forward to, do we have the sacrificial lamb, meaning that we got a long bullpen reliever, he's just going to have to suck it up because we need these pitchers, let's say, for this series coming up, and we just can't can't burn them right now. Mm-hmm. Terry, the New York Yankees, so when you played against them in Oakland, you guys were the big boys too. I mean, when Oakland came to town, it was a show. Uh, Canseco, Maguire, Steinbach, Henderson. I mean, I mean, it was something. But it's still the Yankees and the pinstripe that goes with it, and Yankee Stadium and all goes with it. W- what's it like to play the New York Yankees? The, the the worst is playing the New York Yankees in New York when you go by the monuments. And we used to come in through center field, and everybody had to walk by the monuments. Mm-hmm. And, and you're just thinking, oh, my gosh, think about the, the history of this place and everybody that's played here and all the accomplishments and all the pennants and, and, and uh, World Series flags that they got hanging out there. Extremely intimidating, you, you know, to play that. 
when we were playing, the Yankees were down. Uh, I think Steinbrenner had done some things, and they were had some recruiting issues that they couldn't do. So um, they weren't the Yankees of normal when we were playing them, and we beat up on them pretty good. But fast forward, uh, you know they're 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 winning the league right now. They got the best record. They're 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 playing great. They got the uh, uh, charisma when they walk in. You know they. They have the reputation, and unfortunately against the Twins, you know, it's almost like, hey, we know we're going to win. We don't know how. <laughs> the, know play, the playoffs are just uncanny. <laughs> you were part of some of the – I mean, you, you you know, in baseball of all sports, there's a better chance that the underdog can win. So at some point in time, you know, the ball should hit third base, That you know, whatever it is. And it never – can you explain that? It's just that karma that the Yankees have going. I think that they know they're going to win. And unfortunately, the, the, the Twins, it's not that they know they're going to lose. It's just that they know something might happen. You know yep. what I mean? And, and it's not probably going to go in, in their favor. And it's, it's almost like that um, over the past four, five, six years, the Twins are playing not to lose against the Yankees instead of playing to beat the Yankees. When, when I was at the playoffs, still covering you guys, uh, you, you, you really can't explain Yankee Stadium in the playoffs in October. You got to be there and, and, and feel it to understand it because I had no idea that I got there. But it starts with the pregame because, you know, at one point in time, Rudy Giuliani's the mayor and he's there and Reggie Jackson's up against the batting cage and, uh, you know, Andy Pettit comes walking out and, and, and then over there is Paul O'Neill. He's doing color commentary now. And oh, yeah, the commissioner decided to stop by tonight because his offices aren't far away. I mean, it kind of starts there, and then during the game, it's almost like this low murmur just kind of builds, doesn't it? Like the fans know, hey, wait till the sixth, seventh, eighth inning, and it, it seems like it gets louder and louder and louder incrementally, and it's it's something you just feel that you can't explain except t- to see it or to, to be there, isn't it? Oh, absolutely, and and don't forget to add the media. You know, oh yeah, why are there fifty eight media guys scattered around the manager? You know, yeah, the the the, the whole the whole area behind the batting cage is just full of media and you, and you walk out there and it's like, where the heck am I supposed to get loose here? And again, well-deserved. I mean, it's, it's, it's New York. And, and again, more people, you got to get it out there. You got to get the news. You got to get the stories. We get all that. But you know, when you come from Minnesota, when you come from small town, even Oakland, we had nothing like that. And then you step into Yankee stadium and you have everything you mentioned plus the media. Yeah. And, and, and the fans out there are phenomenal. I mean, yep. yeah, you hear all the horror stories and they're true, you know, throwing batteries oh, yeah. and, and I can't even say most of the stuff that they yell at the outfielders. Yep. That they yell at you during batting practice. Yep. You can't even say over the air. But um, they are knowledgeable about the game. They they, they support their their fans. Uh, I mean, they they support their players tremendously. And it is. I mean, I mean, it, it, it's kind of like if you beat the Yankees, all fifty thousand people in that stadium got beat that day. I mean, they're yeah. just as mad as the players are for getting yeah. beat. Yeah, so so you stack this up to me. Where do you see the Twins at right now versus the Yankees? In turn, you know the Yankees you mentioned best record in baseball, and they really pitched well. I mean, their starting rotation's been outstanding. Everybody's have since they put the the, the baseballs back in the humidifier in the humidor, I guess. But but uh, are the Twins close to them right now in lineup? What's the separation? I think that the Twins are close in in, in lineup. I mean, you know. That good pitcher, you know, you, you, you have to take advantage of the mistakes that he's going to make. I mean, no, every pitcher gives the hitter at least one pitch to hit in the course of an at-bat. It might be the first one, might be the last one, might, might, might be pitch number 12. I, I don't know, but you have to be ready for that pitch, and you have to do something with that pitch. And, and the Twins have proven that they have the abilities to do that. 
Now, if they can if they can put the pinstripes aside, and I know that's an easier thing said than done, but if they can just go out there and and play their game, I think they got a chance. The other thing I like, and jumping if I'm wrong, I think we got a rookie pitcher pitching tonight, correct? I think so. I haven't looked at the pitching matchup, but I think so. Yeah, and and I think that's going to be to their advantage because the Yankees are going. Well, who's this guy? You know, we we well, where do we got? We got to go to AAA to, to try to find any video or footage on on, on this guy. And, and Shishin, that's not a bad thing. thing. It's a good thing for the Twins. Yep. I think they can use that to their advantage. Now, the hardest thing is going to be is for this young pitcher. <laughs> you know, yeah. his first time out, he's going against the pinstripes. He's going against Aaron Judge. He's going against the Yankees. You, you know, so he could either have a great game or, just like we started this conversation, the bullpen might be in there early. Terry, <laughs> uh, when uh, obviously the the Twins were built for power, and we thought they were this year, and and nobody's built for power the way they used to be built for power. Have you enjoyed the the, the revert to? I don't want to call it small ball, but it, it's more baseball the way we used to know it. Do, do you think this is a, a pure uh, uh, rendition of the game? I do, Maxie. I'm I'm in favor of. I mean, if you want to use the term small ball, fine, but. I'm a huge fan of playing the game the way the game, in my opinion, is supposed to be played. You got that leadoff double, find a way to get him over, find a way to get him in. I don't care if you bunt to get the guy from second to third. It doesn't matter, and I don't care if you get a jam shot, you, you know. But anyway, find a way to get that guy in, in from third. You have to be creative. You have to maybe throw in some hit and runs. Guys who can steal, take advantage of that. Uh, a team that might have a, a, a slow leg kick pitcher jump on that you know you have to find ways to beat the yankees if you think you're going to out slug them you know like like you know who's going to hit the most home runs forget it you, you know the balls are different right now and you just have to be creative and i think rocco um the times that i've listened to him i think they're 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 starting that they're talking about that i think they're open to that you you know the bottom line is trying to get a win however that happens whether if it's bunt whether it's the hit and run, whether it's stolen base, you know, whether it's taking advantage of, of a, a mistake, you know, you, you, you take an extra base because the outfielder Cadillac and on a ball, whatever it is, you have to jump on those opportunities and try to get as many runs as you can across the plate. Not that it matters, but who would you, for the rest of the season, if you're saying, you know, these twins, I mean, it's been just a strange lineup all the time. Is Correa the most important player on this team? Is it Buxton in terms of having them in the lineup every day? I guess both is really the answer, but but what would concern you the most? Yeah, I think both, but I, I mean, I just think the energy that Buxton brings, uh, it, it, it even seems, at least in the games that I've watched, you know, I have to emphasize watch, it seems that when he's in there, it's almost like a whole different attitude on that team. Mm-hmm. Um, and what Buxton can do for you both, uh, you know, defensively, offensively, and the possibility of, of, of base stealing, I think that the key is is to get that kid in as many games as he can. And, and, and I get what they're doing. You, you know, we, we got injuries that we're, you know, trying to prevent, and I'd rather take them for 120 games than try to play them every day, and all of a sudden we lose them for half a season. So, you know, in Korea, kind, kind of the same thing. So, uh, but my my bet would be, Buxton, I, I, I think, you know, as early into the season as we are, I think, you know, the players, the current players that we have relate to him maybe a little bit better than Craig. Sure. Craig being, you know, a new guy coming yeah. in from Houston just hasn't made his mark yet. And not, not that he can't, you know, I, and, and, and I think he will, but it's just more people are going to relate to to Buxton over, over Korea right now. Last question, Royce Lewis. Do you see any scenario? You know, obviously, he's injured right now, but uh, based on the, uh, on the sample of work, does he look like a guy that stays? Uh, is there a chance he goes up and down all year? What do you think? 
Well, I think it's going to be the bats. And what he showed us in that short stint when he was here, the bats going to be the key, especially if we're in an area right now where balls are a little bit deader and we're having a little bit harder time scoring runs. And I believe he was hitting over 300, you know, when, when, when they set him down. And, and I was in favor of that, too. Yeah. Um, I, I know he's a great athlete. But if we're going to try to get him in as many games as we can, he's going to have to be at least for maybe this year that utility player, that guy who can play some outfield, play some yep. third, play some short, you know, maybe even play, play play some second, wherever we can get his bat in the lineup. So I think it was right to send him back over to St. Paul, play a couple uh, games at each of those positions before you throw him right into the lion's den of the Major League Baseball with the different in- intricacies that different stadiums have to offer, you know, in reference to yeah. balls off the fence. Yeah, and, including and running into a wall at target field that you haven't played before, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I, I'm in favor of that. And, and, and again, of course, you know, comes to bite you right in the butt. You know, <laughs> the first play, he bangs his knee. But um, let, let's assume he heals up from that and everything's good and he keeps swinging like he is. I see him being an integral part of, 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 of this team. I think he's going to stay here. And Rocco will have to use him, you know, accordingly, which is good. You know, if you can give Correa a day off, you can give Buxton a day off, and you got a guy like Lewis to fill mm-hmm. in for him, holy cow. I mean, I, I think that's a uh, manager's dream right there. For sure. Terry, uh, great talking to you. Always love your insights, and I hope we can do it again soon. Absolutely, Max. You guys take care. Okay, you bet. Terry Standby joining us. Yes, Cole Sands on the mound for the I, I was struggling for that name. I'm going, is it Sanderson? Is it Sanderson? It's Cole Sands tonight. Uh, for the Twins, and I would imagine a very loose Twins bullpen. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.